What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ambiguous Podcast. Hope you all had a great Christmas. We certainly did. As always, I'm joined by Connor Worthy and Daniel Yike, and we have a special guest this week. Uh, thought you were going to introduce yourself. That's what I was going it's, for there. It's, it's me, Logan. Logan, there you go. Who are you, Logan? <laughs> no one knows who you are. I'm gonna AKA Brogan. Yeah. There you go. That so works. if you see him yeah. around Asbury campus, it, he looks a bit like Jesus. He's Hit me man. up. He's a good man. Um, I'm going to hand over to Yike, who has some stuff that we're going to talk about. Um, hopefully good stuff. I'm feeling, you know, Oscars is coming up and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. So we have a few things that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about our personal top ten movies of this past year, 2017. We're going to get into uh, the surprises that we had this year. The movies that we thought were going to be crap, but actually ended up pretty good. Um, we're going to talk about the Oscar nominations, the anticipated movies of 2018, and then if we have time, we're going to go into a bit of some news. So, kicking off, we're going to go to our top ten movies. So, as our special guest, if you want to go ahead and uh, tell us your top <laughs> ten. All right, then. Let's see. So, I got to go with number one for Get Out, Jordan Pill. Did an amazing job on that one. Solid. Directed um, your debut, too. Very good, yeah. Solid. Very film. good. Um, I'm going to go with Shape of Water is number two. Beautiful lighting, cinematography, production design. Really great. Then I got Phantom Thread with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Hopefully not his last film, yeah, but he say. says it is. So. He I says highly, it is. It's another propaganda. Everyone's like, oh, it's the last film. We're going to go see it. Definitely. I thought Lincoln was, but I guess not. Evidently not. <laughs> then we're going to go with Alien Covenant. That one was really a surprise good. for me. I wasn't really expecting good. that to be top five. After after the fourth Alien movie, I thought it was just not going to be great. But I, I really loved I loved Prometheus, man. Prometheus was really, really good. good, really good. It was a good follow up with Covenant. So then at five we have Baby Driver, of course. Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. Transitions were amazing. So editing, sound mixing definitely. Um, six Logan Lucky. It's um, Steven Soderbergh's. Uh, big independent film. It really landed the role for indie film and helped, you know, create more buzz with independent productions. Yeah, I, did, I still haven't seen that. It's back at the dorm. It you, is. It is. On just our uh, 3 a.m. Walmart run that we just had. That's right. What a morning, guys. And then what on seven, I have three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um, Frances McDormand did an amazing job. I adored her throughout the whole movie. And then I have Dunkirk, of course, Christopher Nolan. Pretty pretty decent film. I really liked um, Hans Zimmer's work on that as well. Is Dunkirk his first Oscar nod for directing? Yeah, I mean Chris Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Well, which is kind of sad, but we'll get into that it's later. It's not Hans so. Zimmer's, definitely not. No, very true, no, very true. No. Um, at nine, I have Atomic Blonde. Amazing. The lighting in that was like honestly oh, it killed so good, me. Man. It was so good. Yeah, so I've yet good. to see that one either. So um, and then finally at ten, I have Logan. Which honestly, I'm gonna say is my best. Uh, if you count it as X Men film, I guess. Yeah, I would count it. As I X-Men would count film. it as X Men, but yeah, it definitely was my favorite, and I believe that it's it's making it R, of course, making it making it R is making it a lot. You know, you have a lot more content to work with, so I really enjoyed it. Potential. You can do a lot more definitely, with it. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Because let's be honest, superhero, all superheroes movies, I feel like should be R, because I just feel like they would be five times better as far as action goes. I don't know about all superhero movies. Well, not all, movies. but especially the nitty gritty ones like. I mean, the only Dead. thing about making superhero movies like R is it's taken a lot of audience away, considering all the kids that yeah. you know. Yeah, but you say that in today's day and age. But people's <laughs> one, they still brought people to go see De- like little kids to go see Deadpool because you know parents complained about it. I mean, and also Deadpool made a crap ton of money, so I mean, it's still still making money. Yeah, they just want to sure. make as much money. Yeah. All right, so I'll go ahead with my top ten. Um, I'll go mine through mine pretty quick. So I have number one, Phantom Thread, uh, which was actually my first PTA movie. I saw, what was the one that uh, Kendrick was telling me that I had to see? Gosh. Someone has blood in it in the title. Oh, There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. He suggested that movie for me. I still have to watch that. Three Boards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, number two. Number three was Logan, which was my favorite superhero movie of 2017. Um, number four is Shape of Water. I know. I I actually kind on Twitter. I kind of bashed it a little bit, just for all right, just because I thought Octavia Spencer's character was pretty annoying, even though she's being nominated for supporting actress. But I kind of found her character annoying, and I didn't think there was a lot of chemistry between the creature 
I'm going to disagree with you on that one, but you can go ahead. You can continue. This, right. is, this is your. We will uh, definitely talk about Shape right. of Water later because oh, we yeah. all I, have. Yeah, like, Connor, yeah we have really mixed sure. feelings yes. on it. But visually, by far, I think it should get uh, costume design. I think it should get set design. I think it should get cinematography, but that's just me. I haven't seen Blade Runner yet, so I haven't. Oh, I can't. Film, I can't say as contender yet. But for but, as yeah. as of right now, I I'm shooting and rooting for um, Shape of Water for cinematography. Number show. five, I have Get Out. Again, Jordan Peele, like we just said with yours, great debut. Um, the Disaster Artist, I loved. I know James Franco is under a ton of fire right now, but I still think it's a really good movie. And I thought that before all this stuff happened. Um, Dunkirk, they didn't even really use that much like CGI and stuff. They like literally oh, bought like Fanella vintage. Never used, like, yeah, they they bought like movies. vintage planes to wreck oh, yeah. them, like three million dollars on one plane, and they wrecked it into the ocean. I, that's just ridiculous. It looked beautiful. Molly's Game, um, Aaron Sorkin, I really really liked that. Um, Baby Driver, and then Thor Ragnarok. That's my top ten. Uh, Baby Driver was honestly probably like my favorite as far as um, my favorite. Sorry about that. <laughs> was probably my favorite. Um, wait, did you get a phone call at the same time I did? No, I didn't. I heard another phone call though. Oh, okay. Anyways, his phone and his computer on the uh, same time. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, but um, what was I talking about? I was talking about Baby Driver. The sound editing and mixing was brilliant. Edgar Wright is one of my favorite directors, so definitely wasn't disappointed with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so Tim or Connor, what do you guys want to go? I, I can go. Um, I haven't really thought about this order too much. I just threw it together pretty quickly. But number one, I put down uh, Blade Runner 2049. You uh, you really need to see this look. It was really good cinematography, man. I really oh, yeah, for sure. Crazy. Yeah. And after seeing the first one, I mean, watching the f- watching the original one and then watching this one, you'll understand the context a bit more. But either way, it's pretty pretty damn yeah. good just to watch for the just for the movie. To be honest with you, uh, I then put the Get Out at number two. Crazy good film. Uh, Dunkirk. I really I'm a fan, a real big fan of Chris Vanilla movies, practical effects and stuff. Everything he does is freaking great. Especially watching the behind the scenes stuff after all these movies. It's like, how the hell do they do all that stuff? You know, it's pretty crazy. Um, then Logan, uh, great film. I just love gory movies. I'm I actually have, person, I have it in, uh, I got the, what is it, how you pronounce it, noir? noir? The black and white, noir? Noir version of it? Yeah, I'm noir. gonna watch that. Great. That, 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 that'd be freaking weird, not gonna lie. I liked it. I, I think mean, it was the I first haven't watched, watched it all the like way through, but yeah, we watched, watched the first 15 minutes, and it was, it good. I was really yeah. surprised. I just really liked the, I'm thinking that we're yeah. gonna do that at some point. That's gonna be oh, yeah. pretty cool. Uh, then Baby Driver, Edgar Wright, solid director, solid, just freaking great. Love that, love that man with a passion. Hot fuzz. Mm-hmm. Some hot fuzz right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Atomic Blonde, crazy good. I don't like James McAvoy's. I, th- I don't think James McAvoy gets enough, you know, recognition for his stuff. I He's think really he good. should get. I He's thought he should get an Oscar nomination for Split. split. I'm surprised oh, yeah. that Split yeah. didn't, surprised get didn't get any nomination. Yeah, zero. It was completely it left out. It did not get anything. Well, I don't think it really deserved that much, besides maybe him getting... Well, I think he I deserved mean, a nod, or a nomination, you know? Yeah, like, at least a nomination. Yeah. He played 27 oh, different yeah, characters simultaneously. Yeah, I think he deserved like an that. an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, anything else, like technical aspects of film, you know, as in cinematography and directing and that kind of thing, I, I didn't see anything worthy you know, no, no, no. throughout that. Yeah. But definitely the, the cast really, really pulled it off. Yeah, that's um, true. Then I got Thor Ragnarok, hilarious film. Definitely um, comedy. Best Thor movie, definitely the best Thor movie. Uh, definitely a comedy, yeah. Uh, then Alien Covenant, um, thought it was a really good follow-up to Prometheus. Um, some really messed up stuff in there, but it was really good. Uh, I put It down. Uh, really, I, I really enjoyed It, to be honest with you. It was really good. Yeah, it's definitely in my top 15. Um, and then Wind River. We went I, to feel like, I feel Wind like Wind River a lot was, of was really underrated. It was, I, yeah, it was that. really underrated. Uh, we saw it in the Kentucky Theater. It was I, I love the Kentucky Theater because it's like an it's old so, church. It's old school. Yeah, I it's love not it. A church. I've never even old been. Ad, it's an old I still want to go. Like, I thought it was like um, an old like production op- or it's a, Yeah, it's a theater. Yeah, it's a theater because it has the... Yep. I thought it used to be a Kentucky Theater because it used to, you know... 
Like before it was a cinema. It was oh, it was like a, a theater. stage theater. Yeah, like, yeah. also. Yeah. Like, but yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of churches. I've never been. Church services that were. It, it like it. It's similar, like the styling and everything. It's, it's, it's really similar old. to cathedral, mm-hmm. type esque. Yeah. I guess architecture. And the screen is huge. It is, but I have a lot of issues with that um, theater. Just, just because like every movie that I've gone to go see, it's either the audio or the quality of the image is like really screwed up. And you know you gotta have you gotta have them hand it. in hand, but I've only been there once. So. Oh, you know what I forgot about? When well, we, when we go went check to it out some in, more. Um, the Kentucky Theater, like the first. Oh, time that we went. comedy! What the hell was that film called again? With uh, John C. Riley. It, it was like the, there was like sketch. it was about like nuns. It was about or something. nuns. Oh, yeah, I know and, you're talking and, about. And, uh, what is Dave that movie? Franco. Gosh, the Little Hours. That was it. Oh my life! Come on, you're us. That movie was pretty ridiculous. So freaking ridiculous. All right, Connor, Connor yeah, you have the most shoot. controversial list. Oh boy, here we go. Th- this isn't the top ten list. These are the top this is nine tolerated movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting list. I, I really actually enjoyed hearing it. Okay. All right. There's some good stuff on it, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to start from the bottom. And it's like, not It's not in any particular order, right? You didn't put no. yours in order? No, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. You put yeah, his in order, yeah. Put, you know, I put one is mine best. in order, but it was like, more. I haven't really... Yeah, I put mine in order, but I just didn't. I kind of ran out of movies I really liked, so... Uh, number nine was Wonder Woman. Uh, eight, Get Out, which I mean I think was kind of overhyped. I think maybe that have that kind of um, tainted my view of it, or really my experience of it. So, uh, but uh, number seven is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, six is It. That was actually really good. Kind of had to place it lower on the list because I liked the other ones a lot better. Five is Baby Driver. Uh, four is Split. Three is something that hasn't even been mentioned yet, which is okay because most people probably wouldn't like it. It's kind of cheesy. It's a uh, wonder, but I don't know. I, I actually didn't. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I had no. I didn't really have any I, desire to see it. I've yet to see it myself. I mean, it got good so, reviews on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, so. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I really as like Martin it. Scorsese says, Rotten Tomatoes is shit. <laughs> that <laughs> is true. true. It is very true. shit. But I mean, it, I mean, it used to be worthy of a look or two, but as of right now. I mean, that's why Get Out has a 100. Okay. Um, oh, pa- three billboards right. is number no, two. It, it <laughs> does, no, it's not at 100 anymore. It's like at like a 97%. Oh, really? Or yeah, it definitely. It finally, uh, I'll it finally check hit its peak at some point. But Paddington 2 has a 100%. All right, well, two is okay. three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> and my number one pick is Dunkirk. I really like that movie. I love Christopher Nolan, though, so. You're all about that. I think I told you guys you? earlier that Christopher Nolan's one of my favorite directors. Christopher Nolan's freaking great. He, he is he is great, but at times also I'm gonna say he is overrated. Yeah, I was about to say very <laughs> overrated. It, it's definitely a name that you say Christopher Nolan, and many people know exactly who the hell you're talking about. Yeah, just he draws. He he in. is amazing though. I really enjoyed Dunkirk. I and it, it was really interesting actually. Um, bringing up Dunkirk real quick. Um. Hans Zimmer and Christopher Nolan worked hand-in-hand with the composition, obviously, but it was interesting because a lot of the scores and everything that he composed um, had to do a lot with timing and measurements um, within music. Yeah, that's true. And he actually um, matched one of Nolan's watches up with, um, I believe it was the piano, and matched it up, and, like, that's the ticking sound throughout the film. That's his watch. That's really? that's his. That yeah, is that his is watch. his watch. That's that so was cool. just an interesting tidbit. Yeah, I saw that online um, in an article. I think it was IndieWire. I'm pretty sure. That's a that's a cool article. That's an awesome place to go find some cool articles on um, cinema. It's really enjoyable. So just to kind of yeah. revert back to Get Out, mentioning about his the Rotten Tomatoes. It's actually a 99% review out of um, 299. See, 99%. Mm-hmm. Like Rotten Tomatoes just doesn't. I mean, in the way they do it, it's I can check IMDb. Stupid, I, yeah, so. I know we talked about that in our previous podcast. But yeah. I mean, still, still ninety nine percent. I think yeah. I think that's phenomenal. Are we talking about Get Out? Yeah, we're talking about Get Out. Get Out was great. I, I mean, you can't. I don't know. It, it's subjective. Seven point seven out of ten. Every, yeah, that's that's IMDb. what I like about movies though is that everyone's subjective to their own opinion. And that's, that's what it shows that we're human is that everyone has different opinions about yeah. the movie, yeah. and that's why it's yeah. so like it's a no, not one. Well, Paddington's perfect, but not <laughs> <laughs> not one movie is going to be necessarily. Yeah, perfect. Paddington Two is perfect. Like literally, it's like hundred yeah, percent. I'm, I'm it, shocked. It actually, uh, what was it? Yesterday or two days ago? 
It beat out. Um, it's still Lady 100%, Bird, bro. Yeah, Lady Bird. With the longest streak of uh, 100%. Really? Wow. Yeah, because Lady Bird was at the top of the charts. Man. It surpassed. Well, Get Out has an 84 meta score. Yeah. I, I feel like Lady Bird would probably be on. All right, Lady Bird, 2049, um, Blade Runner 2049, uh, Darkest Hour. Those three movies would probably end up being on my top ten list, but I just haven't seen them yet. Yeah, I mean, they, they're probably going to – they'll reach up there. If not top ten, it'll be the top 15. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, just college. I haven't really had a chance I, to go see them, you I know. I love money. <laughs> love <laughs> money. <laughs> Gary Oldham. Oldman? Gary Oldman. 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 Why Oldman? I said Oldham. <laughs> Oldham. <laughs> You're thinking of Jeff Goldblum simultaneously. I am. That's, that's right. We're bringing up Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he is a great actor, though. Who, Jeff Goldblum or Gary Oldman? No, Gary Oldman. I mean, they're both good, but I mean... Gary actually, Oldman is a solid actor. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited for Darkest Hour. I've yet to see it, but I'm going to go see that watch. What movie Maybe you want to go see tonight? I'm thinking about Darkest Hour tonight. Oh, you are? Wasn't there another uh, movie you said that you wanted to go mm, see? I, Tanya. I, Tanya, yeah. Margot Robbie. That oh. probably wouldn't be enough. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> well, the, the design is for her to look ugly in this movie. Yeah, and you know what? She didn't get a nod. In the Oscar nominations, or not Bro, specifically Margot, but she, did that. she didn't. Uh, they, I Tanya did not get anything? any nominations at all for makeup design. For makeup design, Seriously? why would it? Which was extremely surprising to me because you go from making Margot Robbie one of the most beautiful humans on the planet. No, most beautiful. No, I know. I don't disagree that she's beautiful. I disagree they, that they they use makeup all, to change the fact that. She's beautiful, and it's they. they it's not. It wouldn't be that hard. I don't want to be demeaning though. in any way, but it, it wouldn't be that hard. It, it, it's not about the difficulty. It's about like actually making it look good, making it look realistic. No, I mean you're right, but I and mean in the trailers that I've seen, which I'm gonna go see it soon. She doesn't like, even look that bad. Like she just looks not as hot as no, Margot Robbie <laughs> normally does. <laughs> <laughs> not as That's hot. a good just way not to as put hot, it. She's hot. Yeah, she's <laughs> not as hot. I mean, but honestly, like let's think about this for a second. You're taking Margot Robbie and turning her into another person. Yeah. Completely. It's been done before. Yes, I know. Yeah. Which, I mean, Darkest Hour got, definitely got a nomination for makeup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I, I, you I can't even tell it's Gary Oldman. As always. You can't even tell, you know? Yeah. So. And Wonder got a nomination, which I really don't see, but it is what it is. You get to see it, but they I don't had know. the. Did they did they use yeah. CGI like on the face? No, or was no, it, no, it, was it was all makeup. practical. Bro. Yeah. It was all practical. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. I mean, it didn't look super good though. Like, I'm, a, I'm a practical bad, guy myself, you know. Uh, that's yeah. why I love Aliens so oh, freaking dude. much. Practical effects throughout this freaking crazy antho- man. anthology is just, ooh, it's amazing. Freaking crazy. Yeah. Uh, Darkest Hour has one, two, three, four, five, six uh, Oscar eight, nominations yeah. for <laughs> Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Cinematography. Best costume design, best makeup, and best production design. And I'm pretty sure in best makeup, there's multiple people that are being nominated for it. I, 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 um, uh, oh, I can't, I'm stuttering. <laughs> I'm getting excited. No, I can honestly see um, them getting that um, win for makeup. Because mm-hmm. you can't even tell it's Gary Oldman. Yeah, you I really honestly can't. think they, they should win. Well, now that we're already on the topic of, um, Oscars, I think it's a good time to shift on shift on over to there. Um, so, number one, best picture, most important thing, we have Call Me by Your Name, which I ha- still have not seen. Darkest Hour, I have not seen. Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Out of Ebbing, Missouri. Number one, I think The Post definitely will not be getting best picture. I don't even. Think it definitely. There shouldn't. is a low key part of me. That really is going to be disappointed if the post actually gets it. But the only reason why he's going to get it, and we all know why, is because Steven Spielberg attracts the Oscars like crazy. Yeah, but what? He's only won, like, Best Director or Best Picture. Like, he won for a Schindler's List. But the thing is, is he has has an ungodly amount of awards. No, yeah, no, he does. Not just the Oscars. But I can. The Academy loves Steven Spielberg. Oh yeah, I mean that's, e- everybody yeah. does. I mean, it's but that's not going to win. I can almost put money on it. Dude. I'm not saying it is. I'm win. just saying that if it does, I will be thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me I too. Mean, a lot. Of, I mean, I, we can all agree on that. I'm pretty sure. Maybe yeah. out know. of the ones I've seen, I think either. I don't want it to happen, but I'm pretty sure The Shape of Water is probably going to end up getting Best Picture. Oh, yeah, I hope but it doesn't. I'll, 
I actually would really like to see Get Out get Best Picture. I would really like to see it's, that. It's underdog. It's underdog. Well, I would like the idea of it. Like, I would love for a horror movie to win. But see, I don't think Get Out was the right I wouldn't. It's it's really yeah, I know, but it's, it's like the it's horror genre. genre. It's like the, like the kind of yeah, genre of it. It would it's be funny, cool. too, because a lot of online articles are talking about how it's mixing comedy and horror. And um, they just did it recently, a couple months back, they did an interview with Jordan Peele mm-hmm. talking about Get Out and his um, influences on the film and everything. And he was talking about how he hated when people said that. He hated the fact that they said it was anything to do with comedy because it has a lot to do with world um, societal issues like today. And so that's it, yeah. that's why he it's straight up like... He says it's horror, which I see it more of as a thriller, but it, yeah. it it's under the context of horror. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Psychologically terrifying, but I don't know. It just the acting, amazing. How do you probably well, pronounce his last not, name? Uh, Daniel Kalu. Um, the guy from Get Out, honestly, he looks dead inside. Not over. Like his performance is the same that he did in Black Mirror. Did you guys see that episode? What? The episode of Black Mirror that he oh, was in. Oh, um, the, the one, one where like he helped like, he. He, he like held the, the uh, shard of glass like into his throat. Yeah. Was, yeah. See how many people were watching. You know? That was a great. What are you doing? Actually, here, whenever he was no, like, yeah, no. Speech. I'm not saying he's not. He's a bad actor, but best actor. Wait, was he nominated for best actor? Hmm? Was Daniel he? Yeah. 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 Oh, why? I'm almost hundred percent sure. Why? What did he do? What do was you, so great okay, about it? Okay. Do you not remember the scene strictly where he's like sinking into the chair? Oh yeah, the crying scene. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. That's not. How can you not get nominated for that? James McAvoy or whatever. That he did shot so was much so better. amazing. Yeah, the shot, not the act. I mean, the but acting was good. But the acting he was is good. so. He's he's an underrated, overrated person. What? What's that mean? <laughs> Elaborate on what you just said, please. Okay, so James McAvoy is like, he's the indie hipster person like type of actor. Like everyone, all the underground people who say they're underground, they're like, oh my god, I love cinema, I love film. They're like, oh god, James McAvoy is amazing. He's so good. He's a, he's a good actor. Like, no, yeah, pro- like good. props to him. He did an amazing job of Split. There's, n- I'm not saying anything against it. But at the same time, like, I feel like he's a bit overrated to the underground people who think that like. I mean, I don't even, I don't know those people that it's more influence hype him up. I ne- I never really even knew of him too much besides the X Men movies and Wanted before uh, Split. But um, I definitely. I think he deserved it more than no. I, I think he deserved it more than um the David. I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> I think so. I mean, he cried like that was David good. Blue. That was a good scene. But it's I mean, Daniel. overall, but throughout the movie, just think about whole, all his every whole shot he had. That that wasn't him. Though. Like his On the his emotion. That's why I attribute acting to. I don't see. I mean, it doesn't sound like. Like what did he do? He was like he was confused a lot. Yeah, he was like, okay, these people are racist, or he did whatever he did, and he cried. That was a good scene. I'm not trying to like put that down, but overall, I don't think he deserved a nomination. But there's a lot of self conflict, like, and you could tell he he had a lot of self conflict throughout the whole thing. I get where you're coming from. Like he he had a pretty like it wasn't a tasking like uh, job to do like his character. I would disagree with that. How was it tasking? <laughs> Like what did he have? Like besides, you know, what any actor, any good actor. I just thought it was like a realistic depiction of like what someone would react to that kind of situation. Just like trying to play in it cool, but also like trying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) That's exactly how I would have put her. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. But anyways, all right. We'll just keep. We've all said individual things on that. So, what do you think out of Call Me by Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out? Ladybird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards. Connor, what do you think should get best picture? Ah, oh, crap. Um, Can you read the list again? Yeah. Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Ladybird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards out of Ebbing, Missouri. Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Okay, well, my initially I want to say Dunkirk, but because I don't think the theme was... Like, in the ending, the theme kind of popped up and then it went away, mm-hmm. which kind of sucked, in my opinion. I feel like they could have elaborated more on that, so I'm going to have to say I think Three Billboards did so much better with its its themes and all that, so I would say that, Three right. Billboards. So Three Billboards for Connor. What about you, Tim? One sec. I'll go look this list up again. All right, then uh, Logan will move well, on. I'll go ahead and say that, like, I would love, like we said earlier, I would love to see Get Out win Best Picture, but... I'm going to go with Phantom Thread. 
over Shape of Water. Fatal Thread, I think, is a huge. It, they're just gonna they they killed it. Yeah. PTA definitely killed it. Yep. My first Daniel Day Lewis definitely killed it. I I enjoyed the whole movie. There wasn't a spot in it that I was like, not intrigued by what was going on on the screen. So, I think they can they can still they can still best picture this year. I'd be okay with that. I'd be happy I about think, it. I think I think Phantom Thread's also gonna get best picture. Um, I thought Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water did extremely well, but yeah, I still Phantom think Phantom Thread's Thread, probably gonna get it. Daniel Day Lewis. Who, what's the uh, supporting actress in Phantom Thread that played his wife? Octave? No, no. <laughs> Octavia <laughs> no, Spencer. Can you, um, One second, I got. In Phantom Thread. Oh One God. second, I got it. 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 Who? Yes. Okay. She. She did phenomenal. All right, Tim. Do you have one? So that's two for Phantom Thread. One for outside of. I was going to say Phantom Thread. You're going to say Phantom Thread? All right. Moving on to lead actor. Oh, gosh. Okay. Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. And what? Call me, call me by your name. Okay. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya, Get Out, Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour, and the surprising Denzel Washington in uh, Roman J. Is that movie yet? No. I have no, not. We, I, we literally talked about this yeah. morning in our group and... Kendrick, like, Kendrick's over here in the corner right now. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Yeah, he just kind of he, uh, busted in during the middle but, of the podcast. But honestly, he, oh, hey, Kendrick, how's it he, going? he he did. He was the first one. He was the he was the first one to say this morning that where the hell did that come from? Like Denzel Washington. It's because of uh, James Franco, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we all know why, but I'm saying why <laughs> as in what why the hell there's so many other actors you could have chosen honestly like James McAvoy <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean honestly come on nice I can one. I can see it I mean <laughs> he, did, he, did, he did an alright performance I, I enjoyed it so, judging by the Cheeky trailer Bounty. that I saw for Roman J I thought oh the trailer Zell, was pretty cool like I, th- I thought like his delivery mm. in the trailer was good but like I can't really say anything because I actually haven't seen the movie. Yeah, I can judge by the trailer, but well, I can't say anything yeah. for sure. Gary I mean, Oldman. I want to say Gary Oldman's probably gonna all, get it. All the um, yeah, all all these noms right here. Great, great. Like we have some pretty good choices. Yeah, so I'd probably say Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. I haven't seen Darkest Hour though. Yeah, I haven't so seen I'm actually seen not gonna say that. I'm gonna say Daniel Day Lewis. I love Daniel Day Lewis. I mean, I haven't even but seen. I don't it, think but he's gonna as get much it. as as much as I'd like to think that he wouldn't get, it, I think he's gonna get it. Who? Gary Oldman. Yeah, I mean, I like honestly, I can see it. Like. Oh yeah. Did he? Did he win? Did he win Golden Globes? Yeah, he won Golden Leading Globes. Leading actor. Yeah. yeah, he did. He won, right? Yeah. So, I mean, why not go ahead and go ahead and steal <laughs> the uh, the Oscar too? Might but as well. he, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited to see it. But once I see it, that's that's when I'll make my true decision. But as of right now, I would love to see Daniel Kaluuya win it. You're just all for Get Out, aren't you? Just Get Out Dude, for everything. I loved it. it. It's my number one film of the of 2017. Yeah, you did. It was. You're right. Um, I I was obsessed. I've only seen it once, but I literally remember everything. I've I've read up on it so much. It's just interesting. Um, especially how long it pr- it took to for like the whole production process was insane. But I don't know. I just, I love Daniel Kaluuya in this, and hopefully, I, feel like I would like to see his him. name every time. I feel like I've said a different version of his name every time I've said it. Kaluuy. Do you know the way, Kaluuy? <laughs> Do you know the way? But um, just letting everybody know, uh, we probably edit this out, and uh, but we had a uh, a guest visitor barge into the room. While we were recording, mic, so I want to see Jason Momoa in those not so Oscar nominations a, for Game of Thrones. Yeah, so if you hear a, uh, a faint cool. noise in the background, <laughs> that will that is Kenrick. So, moving on to lead actress, we have Sally Hawkins for her work in The Shape of Water. Heck no. No? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Frances McDormand in Three Billboards. No. Yes. Margot Robbie, I, Tanya. Uh, Cerise. Cerise Ronan. Cerise Ronan. Cerise Ronan. Cerise. Really? Yes. <laughs> Dang. Lady Bird and Meryl Streep. Why are you shaking your head, Logan? That's a hard name to say. <laughs> You're like, bro, these stupid people. You literally <laughs> nodded at me. You didn't know I how to Cerise. pronounce Idris Elba's name. I was shaking my head so as in like, we'll we don't. We haven't pronounced any of these names. 
That's true. That's true. We need to get like one of those things wrong. that like. Shut up, you Brit- British bastard! Like you type it into you the fucking up. British bastard. Hey, hey, chill, chill, chill. Hey, keep it, keep it. You know, PG thirteen. No, well, fuck, <laughs> fuck this fucking podcast. I'm out. <laughs> I think the fact that she can provide so much emotion without words and just expression is phenomenal. Yeah, you guys are right on that that front. Because like, true. whenever um, she was in the hallway, um, with what's what's his name? Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. Whenever she was um, doing the sign language and she was trying to get him to like work with her on getting the creature out, and she was just like saying how, if we don't help him, like, are, what are we? Like, we're not human. Spoiler alert, guys. Oh yeah. Anyways, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if you want to say that. Uh, we didn't. I'll stick it in. I'll stick it in the description. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, guys. And so, um, covers it like it's covered But um, so yeah, I think, I think Francis Francis McDormand's probably gonna end up getting it, but I do think Sally Hawkins is extremely good. Sally Hawkins did do amazing, but I'm broken over here. Is gonna go with Francis McDormand. I'm just going. With she did. She did a. Fantastic job. Yo, we come through the whole freaking list of no- oh, no, nominations. I'm, I'm just doing a few. I'm doing like um, best say, picture, we'd be lead actor, we'd be and actress. We've been here for bloody ages. Yeah. Can, we, can we do director? I'm, that's, I'm doing director and cinematography as well. Who we want to win? So it's our personal. This is all our personal opinion because we're. I don't think of any of us as film critics, or and also the Oscars always. <laughs> Tends to choose something not expected. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing b- director now? So yeah, we're moving on over to director. So we have Wait, Christopher Nolan in Dunkirk. How was that? Jordan Peele get out. Greta Gerwig in Lady Bird. And um, PTA for Phantom Thread. And yeah, lastly yeah, but not least, Del Toro for The Shape of Water. Here's a quick fun fact. It was a little bit surprising. There's a lot of first time directors, like first time director nominees. Yeah, we mentioned that earlier. Yeah, that's quite a surprise. Yeah. Especially after uh, Inception. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great movie. All right, so yeah, what, what's y'all's thoughts? Life, yeah. what Dark Knight was snubbed director? so bad in 2008. I freaking love the Dark Knight. I love Heath Ledger. Uh, did you ask me? Yeah. No, uh, uh, no, I'll just open it up, whoever um, wants to start. Director, I... I'd like to Once gonna, again... Are you going to say Jordan Peele, get out? I'd like to see Chris Nolan. Out of everything, out of all of the nominations, Get Out got the one I want to see most is director because it's his, it's his, it's his directorial debut, man. Like he That's did, he put out a big pull. damn movie for that. And is he also known as a com like a comedic sort of guy? Yeah, known and, as an actor too. Which and is coming, yeah, and coming out and like making something like this. Especially since you can't start on. Central, it's like, yeah, a little short key and pill, but yeah, script, it's but it's amazing. Like it, he did, he did a script, phenomenal script. job. I I really enjoyed it. Like like I said again, it's I've only seen it once, saw it in theaters, but it's an amazing movie. Um, but you know what? As second choice, I am gonna throw in Guillermo del Toro. Like he, if it would be somebody else to deserve it, I think that out of all of them, Guillermo deserves it. I agree. Guillermo um, deserves it. I want to see Jordan Peele win, but Guillermo does deserve it. But why does he deserve it for his actual the movie he's doing this year, or the, the, because of his past? Well, I mean, no, he he's done. Water. I think The Shape of Water is one of his best films, honestly. I would have said so. All right, well, I just want, I, like I wanted to see if because I I've heard the argument like oh you know he's deserved it in the past so. You know, like he's. Hey, I think you should get it now. No, I'm judging well, yeah, this based on the shape of water. I'm not judging this. On yeah, the no, I'm not saying you were. But, but then again, whenever you think about that, think back at Le- Leo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's like yeah whole no, issue. Right. But uh, even there, there so were many films. Logan, about you're for the shape of water. I'm for the shape of water. Connor. Wait, director? Yeah, for director. Or did you say Jordan? Jordan Bill. Jordan Peele. He's Peele. Get out. What about you, Tim? Um, I'd say Del Toro. Del Toro. Connor? I mean, I would I would like to see Christopher Nolan get it just because it's like first time that he's just yeah. I'm going I'm going with Nolan on this Nolan. one. Yeah. All right, Kendrick, we're we're gonna hand over the mic over to you so you can be heard nice and nice and loud. Okay, thank you. Uh, this is a tough one for me actually. Um, 
I'm I'm a huge fan of Paul Thomas Anderson and Guillermo del Toro. Uh, you you told me. Yeah. You're like right whenever because we went to go see this in theater and right whenever we left the first thing he says, Daniel, how was your first PTA movie? Yeah, I was excited. Uh, I've I've been a fan of him for like ages, and as well as del Toro and I respect them both a lot, and like it's just so hard to decide between the two um but i i love del toro's soul he, he's just he makes such beautiful films and you can really feel like his soul flowing throughout and it's just it's just beautiful but i'm not going to be upset if pta wins either because some may say he's pretentious but he's like might be my favorite filmmaker today mm-hmm. so, so it'd be your definitive like i want this to win i'm gonna say paul thomas anderson because I, I think I like him a little better, but it's so tough to decide. I'm not going to be any less happy if Guillermo del Toro wins. So. All right, Logan, this is this is your favorite uh, category, if I understand correctly. Cinematography. Thank you. All right, you ready? It's my, it's my <laughs> I was favorite. so chill. Roger Dinkins <laughs> in you. The Blade Runner 2049. Bruno Del Bonnell. <laughs> That's how I butchered that so bad. I'm just, just moving carry on. on. Carry Darkest on, Hour. Uh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna say the names. All right. Cinematography is Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and of course, The Shape of Water. Does The Shape of Water have the most <laughs> nominations? Yeah. Yes. Has 13. Yeah, 13, 13 yeah. in total. Kill it. T- I'm Still scrolling through all of these, and I, I just keep on seeing Shape of Water, Shape of Water. Oh yeah. Um. Well. You know, I'm a visualistic guy. That's the first thing I look at when I go watch a film. I'm like, the quality isn't good. I'm gonna walk out. I'm just kidding. I never walk out of a movie. Say, <laughs> I just spent ten bucks and like twenty dollars. It's not even about the money. It's just about the. I, I'm gonna give every every film a chance I go to see. Um, but yeah, I'm. This one's funny because you know, it's I, I I haven't seen Blade Runner yet, so. I love Roger Deakins, though. I've seen a lot of his work. A fantastic guy. He he knows what he's doing. Um, but as of right now, honestly, I want to see Shape of Water. Go ahead and grab that cinematography. Um, I'm not really sure how to pronounce his last name. Dan Lawson. 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 Um, did he? Whoa, <laughs> he just did amazing. Like the the color was just. Ooh. A rare lighting, that was cool. I honestly, I saw a lot of more. I saw grass. more blue. Really. Mhm. Turquoise. Um. Split picture. It, yeah. Exactly. But I don't know. It just it, it was really. I don't know. I. I can't get my words out right now because that's uh, I love cinematography so much. I love watching films like, for the image. But yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, the Shape of Water on this one. All right. Dang. Wait. Let me um. I'm just gonna say this. I freaking love Dunkirk's cinematography on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it the 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 guy who did Con- Dunkirk cinematography? Did he do a lot of Nolan's other movies? He did all of them. Yep, they're really good. Yeah. They're really good friends. Really? The cinematographer hasn't? He did, he, and he's he's an awesome dude. Oh wow, yeah. He's an awesome dude. Yeah, I really did like he it in, in so Dunkirk. Good. So good. Does anybody want to try to pronounce his name? <laughs> it's it's Hoyt. 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 Hoyt van. Hoyt van Hoytema. Yeah, he's he's really. I loved it in all of Nolan's movies. Really, the cinematography. So I would like it to win this time. But I would also I wouldn't mind Shape of Water winning for this either because I did like that one too. So. Well, I mean, I've seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So, and honestly, my my mind was freaking blown. Yeah, you want to hand over the mic? Kenrick will agree with me on this. Um, uh, special, special guest. Um, He's about to um, <laughs> talk about it. The, the, the freaking cinematography in that movie was unbelievable. Yeah. No, Roger Deakins is you. a master cinematographer. I think he, he could be like the greatest living cinematographer today. And so saying that Blade Runner 2049 is his masterpiece is no small, like, no small task. Like it's incredible. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, you can't really and go wrong with Roger No, but it's he's pushed it to limits like unimaginable. Push it to the limit. And it's just insane. Like I got that in there. My jaw was like to the floor the entire two hours and forty five minutes of the movie. Like it's it was so incredible. good. It was and so good. 
the other movies are amazing looking, but I don't think that they. Well, I'm not gonna say that, but I think Blade Runner is definitely the one that I want to win because mm-hmm. just it feels so huge. It just feels I, I think like that massive, and it's just. I think that amazing. once you've seen it, you'll yeah see yeah. Why. I have I haven't seen 2049, um, so I'm for the Shape of Water but for cinematography. If, yeah, I was gonna say, if Blade Runner twenty forty nine wasn't on there, it would be Shape of Water. But if once you, you guys want to watch it tonight, you guys want to watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine? No, I do. I really do. Yeah, you guys gotta see the original, or else it's. I have seen the first one, but we can watch the uh, original one tonight then. And then tomorrow twenty forty nine. Yeah. It was really good okay. though. More about you, Daniel. You said Shape of Water. I said the Shape of Water. Yep. Yeah. All right, but um, going, we're gonna shift over to. Uh, our biggest surprises of the year. So we'll have a little bit more fun with this. All right. We'll just, so I think this should be our, also our last segment. You're going to make this our last? Okay. We're going to do this last segment. Okay. So, no, surprises of no, just a surprise overall, just a movie that, that, that you're like, by, yeah. oh, this is going to be bad, and you're like, I actually like this, like a guilty pleasure movie even. Yeah. Like a guilty pleasure for me, Power Rangers. I enjoyed it, not because it was good, because it was crap. I enjoyed it just because of it nostalgia. And it was crap. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was Jumanji. Jumanji. No, the characters. I really liked the characters. Like, I mean, the story itself wasn't the best, but I thought the characters were really endearing. Like, I I actually cared about their story. Yeah. Good word. Word of the day: endearing. (laughs) No, that's that's the title of the podcast: endearing. Endearing. This is an endearing episode, isn't it? (laughs) That's a word, guys. (laughs) All right. So, but what I wrote down for my biggest surprise was Jumanji. Jumanji. I had so much fun with that movie. I saw it three times in the theater. It has. I'm pretty sure it is the most, the top grossing movie right now, and I don't know. It's I almost hit 20 mil. It's at 19 something. It's almost hit 20 yeah, mil. I think so. 20 mil what? Let me check. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. That's its gross income. Its gross income is so. I thought Jack Black. I don't think anyone else would have played is, look it that up, character. It is, dude. Dude, Jack 320. Black. It's the top no. box office. Hey, excuse me, guys. I'm trying to talk about the actual subject that matter right now. Appreciate if you you know let me finish my. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Go ahead. No, I'm just joking. Are, are, are you done? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was done. What I was just mean? saying that was, like, Jack Black, like, I couldn't see anyone else playing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Bethany was the character. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly, I kind of want to see it just for the simple fact I'm that Jack Black, he's yeah. a guilty pleasure. Uh, he's a guilty dude. pleasure? He is. Him he himself. is. I'm going to call him himself a guilty pleasure. He, He's very, Tenacious he's a funny bro. dude. He, I, I enjoy a lot of his work, like, I, honestly, I do. And Tim, you wrote down Kong Skull. Oh Island yeah, yeah. For I w- I'm agreeing with the Jumanji. Uh, Jumanji. Uh, you got me saying Jumanji. Now. Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> you got me saying Jumanji. I kind of <laughs> called it Jumanji. Yeah, if you guys can't. I tell, would agree I with Jumanji. Anything. Why did I say it like that? Jum- Jumanji. 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 Whatever. You what can't say it? it not in an American accent. It's really frustrating. Um, but Kong Skull Island. Like I thought it was just gonna be another like. Oh, it's a, like like you know how Godzilla the set the new Godzilla movie came out and it really wasn't great. I thought it was gonna be like that, but. I was I was surprised by it and I really enjoyed it actually. It was it was a fun movie to watch. Um especially you know, the cast was pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Samuel Jackson, Tom Hillson. I can't remember who else was in that. I just remember Samuel Jackson standing Oh, in Brie Larson was in it. Was Brie Larson in that? Mm-hmm. I just remember Samuel Jackson standing in front of a massive figure of freaking King Kong like in flames and stuff. Amazing. That was that was freaking awesome, bro. Yeah, no, I, I remember when I saw that in the theater and I was blown away at how much they pushed the limits of PG thirteen. Oh yeah. I watched it and there was like these old people sitting in front of us and they had these two kids and there's a scene uh, should I all right, spoiler alert real quick if you haven't seen it. There's a scene where a s- giant spider leg stabs a guy through the mouth. Oh, that was awesome. I remember that was looking up at crazy, these like man. six or seven year old kids and they're just looking up at the screen <laughs> and I'm just like have nightmares after it, this. it definitely does push the limits of the PG-13 rating, man. It does. It's but it was it was really good. Like I really enjoyed it. I didn't think the story or the characters were that great, but I enjoyed just watching action like a bunch crazy. of characters show up on an island and get like slaughtered by a bunch of creatures. That was fun. It yeah, was like enjoyable. sometimes the best movies are movies that just like just for entertainment they're, they're, purposes. Yeah, just entertainment. You just go in there to watch a bunch of people die. You like Transformers. See a bunch of blood and yeah, no, I get yeah, you. That's I get it. You. That's sometimes it's what like can make Transformers over and over again, just because, it, for some reason, it's what, like a movie that you just watch over and over. It's not a good movie. No. But. And this one, I'm actually really interested in hearing what you have to say about this, because you okay. said that Three Billboards was a surprise for you. Oh. So you didn't even. That think low key killed me a little bit, but it made me well, happy I mean, at the same time. Well, uh, well I mean. Because that means you enjoyed it. So. Oh yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed it. 
honestly, I walked in thinking I don't, I like wasted my money. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing some weird indie movie because I hadn't really never heard of it before you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, and I didn't, I've never seen a trailer. I didn't know the synopsis before uh, Daniel told me right before we went in. But and they even kind of, it's kind of sounded a little dumb. I mean, not dumb, but it didn't sound like it was my kind of thing. So then when I, I went I in, agree. I was just, it was. I was blown away. I was interested throughout the whole movie, which was, it was so good. I really agree that, like, the premise of it does sound like it isn't going to be that interesting, but they throw a lot of curveballs oh, yeah, yeah, and a do. lot of, yeah. like, really intense moments that you're like, you wouldn't even expect uh, expect that to come. So, yeah. Kendrick, you, got, you have something you want to add to this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a couple movies this year that surprised me. Um, there's one um, called A Cure for Wellness that came out February. Oh yeah, last that was year. that was super mixed. I I, I enjoyed it. It got a lot of mixed reviews, but honestly, like, and people are gonna be angry about this and like think I'm have no class or anything, but <laughs> I liked it a lot better than Get Out. As a horror film, it's atmospheric. The cinematography is gorgeous. Actually, it's one of the most beautiful films of the year, and most people haven't heard about it. Um, it is really messed up. There's yeah, some really say, cheesy it's, moments it's as well. Is, yeah, it's very good. Wait, who who directed it again? Wasn't Gore it? Gore Verbinski. He did Pirates, didn't he? Didn't he do he Pirates did of the Caribbean? Yeah. Pretty sure but, he did. Uh, there was one more that I really liked this year as well. Um, it was Flat called uh, Life. <laughs> and it had uh, Ryan Reynolds and Jake oh, Hall yeah. in it. Oh, Life. And, um, oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it because it is just brutal. And, like, I have brutal, not yeah. seen, like, a big Hollywood movie do an ending like that mm-hmm. it was really cool it just leaves you with a feeling too. as you go out of the theater oh life. just changes oh, your dude, day that, that was a it did change yeah i the saw it. i didn't see it in theater but and i was just yeah. it was kind of like depressing after. I love, I love let's, when just, a movie let's just go can, ahead and put like at the very beginning when we introduce ourselves we'll just put like a loud noise it's just like spoiler warning <laughs> spoilers or something because i'm still gonna say like whenever spoiler they look and they like pan the window oh yeah of the shuttle and all that, like the black stuff, is just like protruding from yeah. their bodies. It, I was the just music like, music comes in. Oh, yeah, I was awesome. just like, it's so messed ugh. up, but it's so good. All right, take the mic Finally, I get to take it home. Uh, what I'm gonna go with is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I walked into that movie thinking, no way, I'm gonna like this. I'm not a big Marvel fan. I'm not a big superhero fan. Like, I don't enjoy superhero movies that much. I get a lot of judgment for that from like everybody. Not me. I'm not excited from Infinity War. Like I'm not. Same. It just it, it doesn't appeal to my taste. It doesn't appeal to like I don't. Know, I just feel like they're overrated. Mr. And everybody Arts loves them way too much. But what I'm going to say about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is like honestly, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. Like I hate. It. I wasn't. A, I didn't hate it, but I. You just wasn't a fan. No, I didn't hate it. I wasn't a fan of. Um, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I feel that. I wasn't a big fan. I, I thought it was going to be a lot more. I thought they were going to have a lot more to do with it. But Volume 2 really blew my mind away. Like, I really enjoyed it throughout the movie. And it's something I, I saw it twice. And me saying I'm not a huge superhero fan and then turning around being like, oh, I love this movie, you know, that's, of course, going to be a surprise for me. But I, <laughs> I did. I really enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And the first one was actually also, if we did this, like, most surprised for 2016. A lot of people were actually really surprised with the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they yeah. were. I don't know why though. Honestly, I didn't like it, it either. It didn't, I, I, didn't appeal. I'm with I, Logan. I like the second one, not the first one. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they could have done this, done the second one. Well, they could have done it backwards, I guess. But I'm not gonna say any spoilers. That's why I stopped when I was saying. <laughs> stop yourself there. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop go myself ahead. before you go any further. The last thing that we had were was anticipated movies of 2018, but mm-hmm. we're short on time, so I'm just gonna go ahead and list off some of the movies that yeah, we all talked about that we really wanted to see. Um, so the movies that are coming out, um, actually, I did have um, the New Mutants that was supposed to come out this year, but it got uh, pushed back to 2019. Yeah, it got pushed back to 2019 because um, it was supposed to like. It was gonna end up like interfering with Deadpool 2's release dates in other countries. I thought it was because Sucks, uh, the director like watched it or went through it and like it wasn't scary enough. But apparently, it just has to do with the release dates. Cause I really wanted to see that. Yeah. It looked really good. Oh yeah. It's supposed to be a trilogy too. For real? A yeah. Trilogy of horror movies. Yeah, this is a trilogy. Interesting. Um. So what we have for our anticipated movies, we have Deadpool 2, Incredibles 2, Owl of Dogs, The Party. Ready Player One, The Predator, Venom, Solo A Star Wars Story, 
Black Panther, Mortal Engines, Gringo, and Sicario 2. And The Irishman. Martin Scorsese's movie. Oh, yeah. But, but, that's, that. but that's Alpha a Netflix. Theater. I know. But I know. I didn't name that because it was Netflix, and I, did, I wasn't for sure if we were talking about theater film. It's not going to come out in theaters, dude. It's going to be on Netflix. I don't know. But, yes, it's a good thing. Netflix, Thank like, you streaming for bringing services that up. are starting Thank to get a lot of recognition from the Academy, so. Well, yeah, but I'm, yeah. But, I, yeah, but I understand. Thank you, Andrew, for, like, bringing that up. Because, yeah, I am really excited for that. It has it has the trio. And I'm, I mean the trio. Like, it's, there's no way that can be a flop. And it's actually it really can't. interesting that it's Warren Scorsese, Netflix. You can't. Can't oh, yeah. go wrong. Like, you think it would be, like, a bigger production company. Yeah. That's because Netflix, Netflix gives service. creators or directors so much, like, leeway. Yeah, that's, that's like, true. it's, they it's do not so have much. They don't have any restrictions. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those are, Netflix, those are our top anticipated 2018. They're not in any particular order. They're just movies that we we're talking about that we look Some of those to. I disagree with, but it's okay. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> this was a, a culmination of all of ours. So, like, I don't agree with Gringo, but you said that. Have you even seen the trailer yeah, for that? I you have? have. Okay. stupid. Okay. It looks hilarious. That's going to be a guilty pleasure. That looks hilarious. Like Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. I put that on there, but Natalie Portman. Like it, so I didn't yeah, just it. say her mm. name and I'm in the movie. <laughs> I know, right? God. Well, All right. On, Natalie so that's Portman. it. Mm. Um, Connor, you want to sign us off? See nope. No, <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. You just heard the Ambiguous Podcast. Tune in next week. I guess. Yo, can I also yeah. can I say something before that? I just want to say thanks for having me on the show, guys. It was oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were I had great, a great time. Special show talking. Yeah. yeah. I would like to actually like come back and actually be able to do a guest next time. All right. Yeah, dude, that'd be cool. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know if I that. said this earlier, but uh, <laughs> Kinder kind of busted in during the middle of the podcast. So, so. we let him in. I'm, very, I'm pretty yeah. sure he said it about ten times. Have I? I'm gonna well, have such a hassle. In well, you understand right that. We ha- you, yeah, you have to go through the editing. I so. gotta do all the. <laughs> There's gonna be some funny crap on this. But we should do all a right, just go ahead and cut it. Just cut yeah. it. All right, bye, guys. See you guys. Uh, we'll see you next see week. You guys. See you guys. Nice talking on here. Holla.